Welcome to the Purpose Feel Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. Today's show topic is mommy mental wellness. So we're going to talk about maternal mental health. As usual, we're going to talk about it from a transparent perspective and have more of an open conversation about the health and wellness for maternal mental health and some helpful tips to keep you all within your wellness, within your mental health. So let's dive right into today's topic. So as usual, we're going to dive right into today's topic in discussing mommy mental wellness, maternal mental health. Let's talk about it. So I won't lie to you right now. It's week four within the COVID-19 and a lot of us, whether we mention it or not, we are having some things going on <laughs> with being technically for our safety now, you know, stay staying inside more. Um, we are at close proximity with our children even more because of their protection or for their protection in ourselves and making sure they're keeping everything washed and clean with their hands and their tire. And that's stressful within itself. Let's just be 100. Let's just be 100. So I was listening to a podcast on yesterday and they were saying they were actually uh, doing their podcast, I believe, in New York. And they were mentioning that they were doing their podcast. The uh, the different podcasters for this particular episode, they said they were in their closet. So let me just be 100 with you and tell you that I'm in my closet. <laughs> And the only reason why is because, again, I'm with my kiddos and um, I love them to death. I Lord knows I do. But being in close proximity, very, very tight right now. And their energy is skyrocketing to, uh, through the roof and they are completely wide open and they wake up at the crack of dawn, regardless of what time they are set to go to bed. <laughs> they just wake up like, woo, hey mom, what's going on? And if I did my podcast to my usual spot, it will be similar to my uh my last podcast on Thursday where I'll have a little interruption with mom, 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 <laughs> or knock at the door or something else. So I just said, you know what? Hey, let me try my closet. I have my prayer closet here. Uh, my son has started to use my prayer closet as his little space to sometimes get away from the girls too, <laughs> from his, his, his own room downstairs, but just to get away. Sometimes he, he comes in this place and it's, a, it is a nice, warm, cozy, safe place. So, Hey, I told you all a little secret, but on a mental health tip, you know, it can be a lot stressful and a lot of parents across the country right now across the world are dealing with more stress than usual. The anxiety can be high with what we're um, being told within the news and with the statistics of everything that's going on. So it can be stressful and not even talking about some of the other things that could be stressful right now. So when it comes down to maternal mental health, I did my research. I've been studying articles for a while when it comes down to maternal mental health, but oftentimes I find articles associated with postpartum depression, but nothing beyond the toddler stages or just the ongoing phases that we experience as mothers through various stages of our children's journey, because as they are going through each step and stage, so are we And each step and stage 
causes a little bit more sometimes of of an effort and with effort comes challenges and sometimes with challenges become stress would also which also affects our mental health so we don't talk more about um mental health we don't discuss it as much as we should and i think there are various reasons why we don't talk about maternal mental health because of the taboos and the stigmas so i would like for us to have more than more of an open conversation about the taboos and stigmas um and like just breaking them just breaking them because you'll be shocked everyday people that you see smiling some of the same people and the same moms that were following on social media that look like they have the most pristine and perfect life and clean as house and everything looks right but we they deal with things too just like we see the same mom that looks like they they just got off the struggle bus yeah i'm that mom <laughs> so with that being said i just think there should be in more more of an open conversation about it and the transparency i'm not saying that you got to wear a t-shirt and say hey i have depression but i feel like if the conversation within our physical health and mental health was equally spoken about which i do see more of an openness coming up within conversation now in the last couple of years but it still is not the same if i mention that i have diabetes or i have asthma or any type of health issue to a um a friend or so because this is be 100 mommy mommies can be kind of judgmental especially those little mom groups they they can and, and you know and you don't want to be the unstable mom in the group so i've always been an odd mom out so that's why i don't mind sharing my story so <laughs> but like i said if i mention anything regarding my physical health in a challenge or disability it would be more acceptable than me sharing what i go through within my mental health and and I stand by what I'm saying and I think sometimes with moms we don't mean to we don't try to come across that way but motherhood is a very judgmental club so the reason why a lot of us keep everything quiet and hush hush is because we don't want to appear that we are incompetent that we are not capable and that we are unstable But I want to let you know that just because you have a mental health challenge, that does not necessarily mean that you are any of those things. And if you do find yourself feeling shaky or nervous or extra anxious, there's help out there for you. And you do not have to suffer in silence. And there are moms like myself, if you need to relate to, who are completely far from perfect. And who have unperfect children, (laughs) imperfect, whatever the right word to say, and are taking it day by day and living with anxiety and depression. Okay, so and who have jobs and who are managing homes and who have platforms and everything else and they are still able to function. All right. So and it's not about being high functioning or low functioning. It's about opening up the conversation, reaching out to get help if you know you need help and knowing that there is a safe place and a safe community and people where we can 
be who we are and to, and walk in our truth. And I've, I don't want to say, and I'm trying not to come judgmental when I say this, but I've encountered moms who may have had certain things going on, but they refuse to get the help because of the stigmas associated with maternal mental health. Yet relationships were affected, relationships with their children, those who were, again, trying to venture off within business and different things like that, not seeing the full growth within its potential because of certain behavioral traits that they needed help, but just afraid to get it. So I'm just being 100 and I'm talking about it. So, and it was hard for me to get help. This was my first time actually this year that I think I've always spoken with my doctors and shared within the questionnaire. Yeah. When they ask you about the mental health, yeah, I'm dealing, I'm a little down sometimes, you know, just going on about it. And sometimes my doctors could see for themselves that I was a little bit anxious, but this year here, I just was 100 with it. And I, and I spoke about it. One reason why was because I think that I had to take off the strong mom, superwoman cape. And I did, I didn't care. I think when you get to that point where it's like, you know what, forget what anybody's going to say. I want to be a happy mom. My children deserve a happy mom. I like being a happy mom. And I like to, I like being a happy person and I don't like to be stressed and worrying. And yes, I'm studying my Bible. Yes, I'm praying. I'm doing all of that. And that's a whole different uh, subject within itself when it comes down to religious background and mental health, because a lot of us hide from getting help because we, we have that, that, that funky feeling of like, man, I don't want to cross this boundary, but there's help out there and don't be afraid to get it. So I reached out and I spoke to my doctor about it and I follow a treatment plan to help me with my anxiety and my depression. Yes, I'm, I can say I would be considered more the high functioning uh, mom within it, but I know what I was feeling inside and those close to me too. So I reached out and I got help and when it comes down to your treatment plan, sometimes it's it's just uh, therapy and sometimes it's therapy and medication. So this is my first time actually trying a medication. And the first few weeks, because it's only been a few weeks with the medication, the first few weeks is, um, I don't know, it's a little funny. You feel more of the side effects, but I'm not feeling the actual side effects as far as with mood right now. And I, I told myself that I don't know if I'll do it within my purpose filled mommy platform or just mini, but talk a little bit more about that transparently within just trying a new uh, medication. What I did was I made sure I researched and saw the, the side effects, not just from, not just from from on the back of the bottle or what comes with the prescription. I'll say that because nothing comes on the back of a bottle, but, and they did not allow a consultation with what's going on with COVID. You have to pick up your medicine, drive by, and they just drop it off a mask and just go. So I actually researched on from actual patients, um, 
from YouTube and different things like that. And it was pretty much, it went with the same side effects that I saw within my, um, what that came with the prescription along with what I researched online. So it was pretty much the same. So, but they're supposed to even out eventually, but so far I can see a little bit of a difference. But yeah, the side effects the first couple of weeks if you start a medication can be funky. Mine was definitely insomnia and I'm already a night owl. So that was kind of like, <sighs> but yeah, I'm trying to get my days and nights kind of back on it. But I do feel a little bit of a difference. So if more of us felt comfortable in sharing our stories, I feel like other moms will feel like there is a safe place. And when they do share their stories, if you are going to be a mom, allow allow yourself to be a safe place. Talking about another woman's story and her issues or whatever her skeletons is, is not going to take away yours. So if you can't be of support, as they say, bye, Felicia. <laughs> but if you're going to be a safe place, a prayer partner and someone that someone can be safe with and trust in keep it up all right so let's break all the taboos and the stigmas associated with maternal mental health and let's go beyond when it comes down to postpartum take postpartum seriously but let's talk dive and talk more transparently about some of the other associations within mental health that we experience as moms so we're going to talk about some helpful tips now for mommy mental wellness. So there are four dimensions of wellness, spiritual, emotional, physical, and social. All right. So I'm coming from not a mental health professional's perspective. I want to make sure I say that disclaimer, but I am coming from a mom who cares, a mom who knows, who has her own mental health, that she works consciously with trying to keep well so I can care for my children along with taking care of myself because hey if you can't care for yourself how can you care for them all right so here are some tips even a bonus tip that I want to throw in just to encourage you to look at and to you know add these tips in your love your love tank as I would say so that you can grow in some mommy mental wellness if you're already doing it great if not, let's check these out so you can start applying them, all right? So the first is get at least eight hours of sleep. I know it's hard for some of us, depending on the ages of our children, especially if you got little ones, you know, their sleeping habits can be up in the air. And sometimes you have a little guest in my life. Sometimes I have two little guests that jump in the bed with me. But do your best to get eight hours of sleep. Turn off the phone. I know one of the things that I used to do, and I'm going to be guilty. You're not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. I would sleep and have that big phone bright light on, a tablet light on, and all of that. And their scientific proof affects how we fall to sleep. So find a nice, dark uh, area in your room or space to create a dark, calm, quiet area. Create one and rest. Eight hours of sleep. Do just like the kids. Set it up. This is my time I'm going to sleep. And if they see everything is shut down and shut off, eventually they'll do it too. And I'm speaking from having active children. <laughs> Next is eat a healthy and clean diet. All of our food that we put in our body 
affects us. It affects our mood. So eating a diet high on sugar and fat will affect us when it comes down to our mental health. So eat a nice, clean diet. Add some fruits and veggies a part of that diet and throw in some vitamins too. All right. Next is keep yourself active daily, at least 30 minutes. Okay. You can even do exercises in your living room, in your bedroom. And for those of us who have children, you know, especially with little bitty ones, it's best to sometimes do some things before they wake up or after you put them to bed. And hey, if they still antsy, let them see you do it. That's what I had to do last night um, for my kiddos. They saw me doing my night yoga. I mentioned in a previous video um, that I did breathing exercises. And it was something that I started about a year ago. And I do like a five minute breathing meditation. But now I've incorporated night yoga and it feels so good. And I got to figure out what the video, because I'm just, I just typed in night yoga on YouTube because it's not like we can all go to a studio right now. <laughs> but even if I did, I feel more comfortable doing it at home and not in strangers. I, I don't know, not yet. Not with the I'm, I'm still working up my yogi confidence, okay? Sue me. With that being said, when I started doing it, then my seven-year-old, one of my seven-year-old twins started to do it. And then my teenager, who is straight football, you got to watch a crazy video we did together on my Instagram and on my Facebook. He's very like, oh, you know, strong athlete. Next thing I know, he was sitting down beside me doing the night yoga. And also... My eldest daughter cackling, but she did do it. So let them do it with you, you know. But yeah, 30 minutes a day, it definitely is a mood booster, okay? Next is interact with others. I know we'll get into the I'm introverted. I think a lot of people now are just calling themselves introverted, not because they actually are. They There are real introverted people, trust me. I know, and I don't know how me and introverts, we just connect. I'm their extroverted friend to them but actually i'm an ambivert i'm a combination of both i've told you that but we started getting into i'm an ambivert i know i'm an introvert i'm an ambivert i'm this i don't care what you are you need to interact with somebody okay and sometimes you need adult conversation outside of your children so connect with others connect with friends connect with others through social media i love the moms that i connect with via instagram it's like i feel like i got a little tribe of strangers i don't know them but Sometimes they comment and do stuff that people that I see every day, my mom friends would never share with me. And I appreciate that. So interact with others in some type of form. I like direct dialogue. I like to pick up the phone. I used to like Marco Polo um, and I still do, but I, I, it was kind of like text messages where I could easily forget depending on what was going on with the day with within work or the children. So I like Facebook messenger where I could actually see the other party and we can kind of have a back and forth together like a dialogue no different than a conversation and I like to lay my eyes on people as the old people say I like to see you so I can actually talk to you and right now I know we can't kind of see each other with social distancing via like in person but a good old video chat and playing with some filters I do it with my mom and my aunts and they look forward to them and get to realize my mom and my aunts are pushing close to 70. So seeing someone 70 with bunny ears and funny faces, it definitely lifts, lifts up my mood. All right. 
get a mental workout. So there are different worksheets and sometimes you can find them online and you'll like look at a picture and it'll say like how many animals in a picture or a crossword puzzle, just something to keep working and exercising that brain is good for you. I know we talked about exercising the body, but exercise your brain. All right. Now, this one, I'm coming from a fine arts educator's perspective, but you will be grateful for it. Tap into your creative genius, all right? Do a hobby or tap into a hobby that you always wanted to do within the arts, uh, writing poems. I call myself, I'm not a professional artist, even though I've been an art instructor for years. <laughs> um, I know a lot about art. I really do. But as far as with me doing my own art, I was always so busy like teaching others but to actually take the time and paint my own pictures and not just know the technical part and the scientific parts within art, but to actually do it myself. I look forward to doing that. So the children, we were having a fun movie night and while we were watching a movie, cause I'm a multitasker, I'm being completely honest. I was actually painting and it was so relaxing. And I like, looking back at some of my artwork and and when I put the pictures up in my living room, instead of saying, I just bought a random picture at a store, I can say, yeah, I painted that. So write, journal, um, sew, do something, tap into your creative genius. Next, learn how to manage stress. So remember when I was talking about doing those breathing exercises, it helped. Before I would snap, it helped. Another reason um, that help, I, I, I would say helped me with managing stress is I talk, I talk it out. I talk it out. I don't leave. And it's not like I have to get the last word. And, I'm, and I try my best not to be reactive. I really think about things. I'm not like in my 20s or shoot, my early 30s. So just let me get it all out. But I definitely in the wrong way, but I get it out as far as I think about it. I write about it. And if I need to come to address something, I address it versus just holding it all in and letting it bottle down inside. So from breathing exercises, from learning how to grow within emotional intelligence and how to handle situations, how to handle difficult people, toxic people, you know, without, you know, blowing a gasket or, you know, just whimpering or, Tap into that fight or flight syndrome. So, and it's, it, it, the strategics and learning how to do so is amazing. And um, I'm still growing in that myself, being completely honest, but I can definitely say the growth has changed in learning how to manage stress and challenging in difficult settings or sometimes people. So definitely learn tips on that. There's tons on how to do it and um, it helps, definitely helps. Avoid alcohol, drugs, and cigarettes. You already know that that can aid even more deeper into depression if you deal with that with alcohol being within a depressant and drugs. So let's say no to alcohol and drugs, you know, have a little red ribbon weak inside when it comes down to dealing with that and mommy mental wellness. All right. All right. 10 is laughter is the best medicine. Take time to laugh. Watch videos that make you laugh. When I clean up, I know some people clean up and everyone do different cleaning motivations to get them through doing it. And trust right now, the stress of keeping everything clean and germ free is definitely stressful. So I like to listen to a nice comedy show in my headphones to kind of motivate me and make me laugh. Definitely when I'm like, when it's like at my, like a peak and I'm stressed out, 
I'll actually watch like a old comedy stand up or a funny video or sometimes I'll look up a, a crazy meme or what I'm going through and just get a good old snicker out. But yeah, laughter is the best medicine. And I love laughing with my kids. They're always doing something to make me laugh. All right. Know your triggers. Number 11 is very important. Know your triggers. Remember, I just talked about stress management. Let's talk about that. Know your triggers from <laughs> environments and to people. And once you know, in conversation, conversation topics, not all the time you can walk up. I mean, walk off and leave, but sometimes you have to, I've had to do that with somebody where I could tell that it was going a completely opposite way than the direction that it was supposed to go. And I didn't want to be rude. I spoke up in a nice, polite way. It was like, eh, all right, well, you know, conversation kind of getting a little, kind of went left feel, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to go and I'll talk to you later. And it worked. <laughs> it worked. And um, knowing your, your your people who are triggers, and sometimes we can't get rid of them because they're there. Sometimes our children are triggers. Let's just be 100. <laughs> and we love them to death. So le- learning how to handle those triggers when it comes down to sometimes giving yourself space, learning how to breathe if you can't, you know, avoid the situation of the person, uh, learning how to react calmly or in a way that if they are going, if you work in a hostile environment or have to deal with hostile coworkers or a supervisor or anything like that, like, what do you do? That is my trigger, Minnie. Really look into that. And I'm very, um, very into, and I don't like to use the word toxic over taking ownership. It's, it's your responsibility to know your tolerance, your tolerance level and to take an active role in doing what's best for your mental health. So I'm going to leave it at that because I'm not going to overuse toxic. I'm going to let you take ownership for that. Understand and know your triggers and find out ways of how to handle them. All right. And release it. Release what you know that is overcrowding your plate which can be very very stressful as moms and if you can't release we can't release the laundry I want to release the laundry but reality is I gotta fold two loads when I finish this podcast so what you learn how to do is you gather yourself within a a certain routine in a schedule I know some people like to be I'm free for all no routines I just like to go no you need some type of structure okay baby so with that being said um sitting down and being a procrastinator, you got to release toxic habits and, and learn through prayer, how you can release sometimes some toxic settings and individuals. All right. And create some structure within your life. All right. Remove, rebuild and restore. All right. So those are my mommy wellness tips. I hope you take them all in. And another one, I'm going to throw this in as a bonus is, you know, treat yourself, treat yourself, do something special for yourself. I told you all, I'm a not quite a chocolate fan. I'm more of a gummy fan. I found these ginger gummies and you know, ginger is calm and cool. They're from Harpo. I'm saying it correctly. And I love them. I love them. That's my little treat for myself. Once a week, I get my own gummies, not, not the kids fruit snacks. These are mommy's adult gummies for me. Treat yourself. Nice warm bath. Right now, you can be creative. Give yourself a a facial at home with some ingredients that you may have right there in the cabinet. Nice hot bath, a long extended shower, listening to some music, light some candles. But that's my little bonus for you.
Thanks so much for joining me for the Purpose Feel Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast on our show topic, Mommy Mental Health. I hope you took down some of those tips, put them in your love tank, as I said, and make sure you apply them. Thank you all so much for your emails and DMs and sharing your mommy journey when it comes down to mental health. Thanks for allowing me to be able to share my journey. And I pray that we can break the stigmas and the judgments and the tabooness when it comes down to maternal mental health. For those of you all who have knowledge of your mental health wellness at this time and feel like you need help, I want to tell you kudos for beginning the first step. Now I want to encourage you to take that next step with courage to get the help that you need if you feel like that there is something very serious going on and you want to do your best to be even more effective and happy as a person, as a mom, let's go ahead and do that. As I would say, go ahead and do it. All right. So kudos to you and begin your treatment plan and do not be ashamed. All right. One of the things I love to hear, I love this meme and it says that, um, we're all a hot mess, but some of us hide it better than others. So do not compare yourself to anybody else. When it comes down to your mental health, take it seriously, get help, follow a treatment plan, and find your safe place, a band of moms and women that you can connect with and you can be yourself with who will not judge you. And make sure you take care of yourself so you can take care of those you love the most. All right. So if you enjoyed this particular podcast, guess what? Be a subscriber. You can also be a sponsor. You can follow me at Purposeville Mommy with Minnie Marie on Facebook at Minnie Marie Andrews with Purposeville Mommy. You can follow my blog at Purposeville Mommy with Minnie Marie.com. Check out many helpful blogs and tips, including my Sunday reflection. You'll love the Sunday reflection. Everything comes from a transparent biblical perspective. And you can also check out the Sunday reflection videos on my Facebook or Instagram page and you can also follow me at just mini for natural hair tips and a sweet and sassy perspective gotta put a little sweet and sassy thing in there and you can also follow me on youtube i'm about to kick off my new series of youtube videos this week and you can always follow me again at purposeville mommy and don't forget to be a subscriber Join me on Thursday for our Q&A podcast. You know what I'm going to say? I love you, but God loves you more. Make sure you take care of yourself, mommies. Mwah.